Okay, hi. Hello. Welcome to Classically Awful. We have a splitter. We have a splitter. <laughs> Finally anyway. gotten my final piece of podcasting yes. equipment. So, so we, we all sound much better this week. Anyway. Hopefully. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think we had it, we had a bit of a chat because after, after we put on, um, uh, we, we actually purchased a P1 on, um, uh, on The Greatest on, Generation, which yeah. is uh, basically the podcast that inspired this one. Yeah. And With suddenly them. a lot of people started listening. So <laughs> they, were, they were telling us that our sound quality wasn't good. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's I a bit started, shit. But it we're amateurs. Shit. We're amateurs and we're proud of it. Yes, we're very amateurish. We like being crap at what we do. And I finally managed to get the last bit of my podcasting equipment, which because, of course, in Australia, uh, I don't know. I, apparently we don't podcast in Australia. We do, but it's by people who, like, we, a lot of our podcasts are... Um, People who already have a platform, like people who are already on radio or already, yeah, you know, journalists Poli- political or, podcasts and or stuff. writers with sacks of money and people who have friends who are people with podcasts. So yeah, it's just, it's interesting because I, I just um, trying to get all the implements. Like there's there's a couple of websites. I mean, this is interesting stuff because if, if you listen to podcasts, you're probably going to start one eventually. It's just it's just like just yeah, it's like it a happens. disease. It is a disease. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Pratchett says about education. Education Education is like a sexually transmitted disease. It makes you unsuitable for a lot of jobs and then you have the urge to pass it on. I know. (laughs) Podcasting is a bit the same. Isn't that true? Um, So, yeah, it's just like, you know, you you start a podcast and – and I, unfortunately, we st- I started this one, and I think that this is probably my most technically apt po- podcast now. The other ones just getting th- there. Just three bisexual ladies nattering on and well, each other. This one, we have to do things like with the technology and sound and sound drops. And yeah, yeah. I'm a very demanding co host. No, you're not. You sent me an email about what you wanted in sound drops for last week's episode, which. Oh, actually, speaking of things we have to do technically, we haven't introduced ourselves yet. So you're going to have to cut this bit out when we introduce ourselves and paste it in the middle. No, this, this is a Marin Open. We don't have I know, to... but we don't you introduce yourself even before a Marin Open? Probably. Okay, oh, I'm Megan anyway. I know what? I'm going to make a confession. I've never listened to a Marin podcast. Have you ever listened to him? No, I don't listen to him. Is Dylan, is Dylan not? He's, he's, the, he's the guy from Night, Welcome to Night Vale, isn't he? He's, um, I don't know. Cecil? I don't even not know. Not Cecil. No, the other one. Uh, the, uh, the the beautiful hair boot dude. The yeah, one that says the one Cecil falls in love with. Cecil's lover. Yeah. What husband now? Oh, are they married? Yeah, they oh, got lovely. married. It's very sweet. Uh, uh, congratulations to Cecil and... Whatever his name is, which I'm feeling really bad about. Raul. No, it's something. Carlos. Carlos. That's it. Yes. Carlos of the beautiful hair. Yes. I think that's still in Marin. I'll have to look that up because if I'm wrong, people are going to at me like you wouldn't believe. I don't even know what that is. Well, I just assumed it was a person who did that sort of opening. Yeah, yeah, because he has a po- he has his own podcast. Um, oh, hang on. I'm just unzipping my thing. Uh, unzipping that's my a good. That's going to sound so beautiful in HD <laughs> with our splitter. And we're basically trying to avoyed talking about the, the current episode. But, but anyway, in any case, my name's Imogen. Also, we have had a couple of wines while we recorded a Patreon-only bonus episode yes. of us watching this episode together while drinking wine. So we've had a couple of wines. We haven't gone bananas. No, we didn't go absolutely batshit. More bananas than I have been going lately, so that's good because I just finished radiotherapy. Yes, it was a bit of a celebratory episode yes, as well. And so that we were celebrating by getting drunk and watching. So one bit was good, drinking having a glass of wine with my sister. The other bit was shit, watching yeah. the episode. So what's your name then again? Megan. Yeah, yeah. And and this is this is classically awful, which it's is a, a Blake Seven podcast. That's right. And you know what I forgot to get down? No. <gasps> um, just hold on to my special mic. Okay. I hope we don't feed that. Right, right. Your move, I think. We need two hands as well to to open the cards, and that's gonna. We need. I'm gonna, okay, I will buy us a mic stand with two mic things on it. We can have. Some I here. bought these. Two, it's also I bought two um two XLR cables for the mics, and they're ridiculously short, so we have to sit very close yeah, together. Yeah, so it's very intimate. Which is very we're, funny. We're very much looking at each other during. Yes. Which is really weird on a number of levels, given that we're sisters. Yes. That's not true. No. On a number of levels. 
like a like at least one more level than usual. Well, we're not Blake levels of wrong, but no. Well, yeah, no, that's right. Well, yeah, no, no, no we're near. Then, anyway, okay, I'm on the cuddle that because it made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, um, we're now not looking at each other <laughs> at all. Very pointedly, not. Looking I can't at believe each other. I made my sister uncomfortable. She's usually the one that does it to me. Yeah, well, yeah, that that is one thing that makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Good. I've just put that, uh, stashed that somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> she's just, she's been playing all the time you've been talking for this last however many minutes. I've been playing know. my Star Trek game. She's been playing Star Trek on her phone. Which, you know, is like acceptable. Yeah. I understand. So I understand. Just send a few shuttles into space. It's no biggie. Uh, has to be done. I don't know. Otherwise, otherwise, otherwise the timer goes off and yeah, you have, yeah, yes, I know. Bonuses, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's a classic grind game. Okay. Who's is going it first? It's your turn this time. Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. I'll hold you, I'll hold your mic while you open. No moisturizer on my hands this week, so. Came off easy. Nothing bad. Okay, we have Captured Kelly from Seek, Locate, Destroy. Federation Guards, which I think we got last week. Ganon Sigma Alpha. I don't know if we've got that one. That looks unfamiliar. I'm yeah. not sure if we've got that one either. Hang on, what number is it? It's. Number seven. Pretty sure oh. we don't have that one either. We've got Hiding. It's Villa and Avon hiding in amongst the carnivorous plants. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And that's from... That's uh, from that's from Seek Lake Destroy as well. No, it's from the first one they meet, Cali. Yeah, that's when they go to Kentro. It's called... Oh. Is it Time Squad? It might be Time Squad. I can't remember. No. Look at the back, it'll tell you. Oh, okay. Time Squad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Right, there you go. I, I don't think we've got that one either. Kasabi. Kasabi? No, I don't think we do. These are all points. There you go, got new ones in there. Hurrah cool. and huzzah. All right. Let's have a look at this one. That's just because we had two we had two we've had two whole boxes. The fact that we're still getting new cards. Is a yeah. Bit, bit Dodgerama. Cause I because I think that when I got the boxes it said it guaranteed to have a whole set. Right. Oh. Mm. So maybe I need to get my money back. Did you say Okay, first up oh, go, go, go. goal of the Gav Goth ship. Uh Zil. Zil. Teleport. Which we like. Just a picture Liberator. of the Liberator. But that's Liberator. That's star one. Is it? Yeah. Okay. The green we'll flick the back. 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 Flick the Three, four boxes to get through as well. Yes, we got some mail this week. This just came through on the cipher. Read it. Email, not not actual snail mail, but. But yeah, I mean, it was it's always lovely to hear from you guys, especially because it makes us feel like maybe some of you are listening. Um, no. But yeah, from from Mark Young. Hi, Mark. Um, who obviously heard about us through our P one. On the greatest gym because Yay! he says he's a massive fod. Oh, I now, love our fods. I, I'm not going to tell you what a fod is if you don't know what a fod I've got is. So many fod friends. If you don't know what a fod is, then you need to find out. I found out some fods are going with me on the Star Trek cruise. Oh, that's fantastic! Year. Shout out to Sam. My fod is coming on the Star Trek. But cruise. yes, if you're a fod, you'll know what you are. And, I, and as I said before, um, there will probably be a few fods who might listen because yes, we because put a P1 on a on, of, on, on a particular podcast. This is kind of right up your alley, really. In any case, uh, he's a massive fod and he got introduced to the pod by Adam and Ben. Um, he's Sydney-based and he says, uh, you are doing a fantastic fantastic job on the pod. I love Blake 7 and it, was real, and, and it was frankly a real discovery. Both magically good scripts and even more magically bad. <laughs> I must confess I remember as a small child watching it on Channel 2 with my father. Keep it up. Cheers, 
Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thank you so and much. And also today is going to be a lesson in the magically bad. Oh, yes. It's a magically bad script. Magically bad. And magically bad acting. Magically and bad most things. Yes. Sorry, magic- Mark. Sorry, Mark. That's all but right. also there'll be magically good pod. pod. Well, Actually, it's, quite, it's going to be quite good pod, isn't it? We're, sure, we're right. sure of that, aren't we? we? we'll, 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 yeah. It'll <laughs> sound much better anyway, even if it's shit. Because yeah, so we've got... Like a- We've got new mics. Splitters! <laughs> anyway, it's a polished it's a polished turd today. Yeah. And I hope you enjoy the polish. We did polish the turd. Polish it pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, we did polish the turd. I wouldn't eat it if it was dipped in sour cream, but I did polish it. No. That's <laughs> gross. Now I'm grossed <laughs> out. So today's episode. What a fucking stinker. What a stinker. Um, we did it out last week from the Terry Nation guy, did we? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, we did, we did. Okay, we yeah, did, it's yeah. rubbish. And when I have a card here to describe it, it's, it's honestly, the plot makes there no sense. There aren't any cards. Oh, well, the, the mystery card, that's right. The <sighs> plot makes no sense and it's no point no. in it. And, and the acting's bad. Dreadful. Uh, the script is bad. Um, the direction's baffling. How about we just... Um, <clears throat> the costumes the, are bad. How about we just not do the episodes this no, week? We've got to do something with it. We could just talk about, you know, Dylan Marin instead. Well, we, we had a couple of good things come up in our Patreon only. Yeah. Um, we did. I mean, it was... In a lot of ways, it was fun to watch. Um, anyway, so we'll give a recap of it anyway. starts off with... Um, the, the crew all in the rest area. The recreation room. <clears throat> we disagree about this recreation room and whether or not it's any good. Well, I it's not good for recreation. There's no ping pong table or, you know, ski ball. But or... I don't think they'd just be a couch. They're on this sort of like leather, oh, not even, uh, probably pleather, sort of not even like sling like chairs. It's the 70s before leather was bad. Yeah, and it's also but the 70s before you had cushions apparently because it's just like a sort of a stretcher with mm. a bendy bit in it. And they're all doing yoga on these stretches, which is, I can tell you right now, not good yoga practice. You no, you need to do it on the floor on a mat. You can't do it on that. Well, Kelly's just sort of doing well, cross-legged meditation. Pose, like, yeah, and um, Blake's got his, he's doing something. He's clasping his ankles behind his back, mm. like while on his stomach, but he's, which is quite advanced. Well, mate, but I mean, he was actually probably, he was a good 10 years younger than me when this was being shot, so... I couldn't yeah, do it now. Yeah, he was in the early 30s, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, so I couldn't do it now. But, yeah, so he was grabbing Stop his it, ankles dogs. from behind. And and then you hear this He's got an of, agonised expression yeah, on his face. And, and um, Avon's in child's pose. And Jenna's just sitting there like, she's not really doing anything because I think we're talking about... Was, Jenna was wearing a she's leather suit. You, had a, you said you had a, a story about the leather suit. I do have a story about the leather suit, but I mean, maybe we should just keep it for the keeper. That's she wears it in the keeper, Yeah, because that's when the story happens. Oh, is it, oh, there's a story yeah. behind it. Behind that, that leather episode. suit for that key. Oh, okay. It's only two episodes away, so let's save so, yeah. it for there. Yeah, we'll save it for there. Okay. You can tell me. Well, no, actually, don't I'll spoil save me. it. Don't save, save it for me. Oh, no, it's yeah. so exciting. <laughs> it's a <big laughs> story about a leather to. suit. Well, no, look, it's a story about <laughs> Sally Nivett in a, in a leather, leather suit. suit. And, you know, That's a bit more I, appetizing, I it guess. It was Bisexual yeah. vis- Visibility Day yesterday. And yes, all right. So Sally Nivett in a leather suit. And so Sally appeals. Nivett in a leather suit. Was to the ladies one, who like ladies. One of my first. Cheers to you. Cheers. I've only got a microphone. I'm microphone. not one of those ladies, but that's okay. <laughs> yes, you're, um, you're the straightest person you've ever straighted. I am, yeah. I'm I'm straighty 180. That's um, cool, though. Well, that, that's, that, that implies that you spin halfway. No, it's not. It should be straight 360. No, 180 is a straight line. A 180 angle is a straight line. Oh, okay. 180. Okay. Yeah, well, you did better than maths, maths than I did, yeah. It's just basic. <laughs> anyway, cheers to all those ladies who cheers. like ladies. Cheers to all those straighty 180s. Oh, and cheers to the dudes who like dudes too. I mean, you know. Yeah. Oh, you know, cheers to everybody. Whatever. <laughs> whatever, whatever floats your boat. Mm-hmm. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? Science! 
science. Okay, we should have a we should have a segment every week. A science segment. Yeah. Yes. We okay. actually come in with real science because there's so little science on this show. There is. There's in particular no science on this episode. No, this is no, no, no. That's not true. Actually, I mean, okay. So this whole this whole opening scene, we haven't even gotten past the opening scene, which is good because it's shit. But um, they they get the, the opening scene is they're all doing this yoga and it, and it turns out that they're all hyper hyper stressed, which we've we've, we've established before. It's good consistency in the in the canon there. Yeah. Um. But they're all hyper stressed, so they're going to a holiday planet basically to relax and and ingest some Vita particles. Some Vita particles and have zero gra- or gravity so low that you can practically fly. Which um, I don't know. That would probably just make me feel nauseous. But you know. Um. Yeah. Oh, they, they, they're all looking forward to going to this place where they can they they can they've got enough money to buy a suite a well, holiday suite. I don't or even something. know that that's the case. I just think it's just somewhere that's safe and they can fly around a bit and they've got everything they need on the Liberator. Mm. I don't think it's actually necessarily got a resort or people that wait on you or anything. No, oh, I thought they did. Just maybe you just go down on the planet and soak up the Vita particles and fly. And they're lying there, sucking yeah. up the sun rays. Yeah, that's right, says Villa. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, the. Um, <laughs> So they're going to this place, and while but, but while they're doing this meditation stuff, you hear this sort of weird oscillating tone, and Blake oscillating tone going. He sort of gets up out of his chair, um, very weirdly, and they all go, "Oh, that was a bit weird." And he runs off to the, the bridge and changes course to a different a- asteroid. Yeah, PK one one eight, which sounds a bit like a chewing gum. Yes, PK one one eight. I'll have to put the PK in there. PK has a freshness burst that refreshes your breath. Anyway, so they, they, they go and Villa's in, on the bridge and Villa gets annoyed because um, he checks with Zen where they're going and it turns out they're no longer going to Del Tem, which is the Vita Particle asteroid. They're going to this weird old asteroid and he runs back to the rest and recuperation room where the rest of them are and sort of says, oh, Blake's changed course to some random asteroid and everyone gets cranky and sort of races to the bridge and asks him what's going on. Blake and Blake does this really, really lame excuse. You've always explained, given us reasons for things. When he had any. This time I choose not to. But Blake, if for you... For once, just try trusting me. Avon's like, that's, that's, that's really lame, which it was. And then, then, and then, it, gets, then it starts getting even more weird. Because well, it just goes back and forth, back and forth. He because no, they, back. Go back to, they go back to the rest of the recuperation room, which for some reason Blake is now asleep in. And yeah. having a dream where he's saying, renounce, renounce, renounce. And Avon and Callie are just in there with him. I'm like... And they're just watching him have this dream and be asleep, even though he's just changed course. Yeah. And what happens? Like, presumably they went to try and talk him, talk to him and found him asleep and just sort of... Stashed I don't know. Nobody but there's no, there's no way of finding him. It's out. just really... Ba- I mean, I, I, I like to think they've cut a scene. Mm. That explains why they're in there watching him sleep, but well, but it's fucking out creepy. There has the original script, and they're just watching him have this nightmare. And the nightmare, it, you can hear what's happening in his nightmare. The, the tone's oscillating, and there's a judge talking to him about renouncing the Freedom Party, which is the party that. So he's clearly reliving his time prior to the first episode. Yes, where he was brainwashed. Yeah, and um, and he sort of wakes up, well, half wakes up, shouting, and they put a tranquilizer pad on him, which is just basically a roll of sellotape. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> With a little nub, nub, nubbin on the top. And you press the nubbin and he goes to sleep. And yeah. um, and then, then we get this sort of long, confused period where they change course about ten times. And then they're like, what um, do we do? We go back. Should we change course? No, no. Let's, and Jenna says, let's try ORAC first for a fuller diagnosis. And ORAC. And they they somehow managed to patch uh, Blake's brain into ORAC so they can hear what he's dreaming about. Yeah, they stick a couple of like sensors each side of his head. Yeah, which is all you need to read someone's brain. That's right. And, um, yeah, and he... Um, has a natter on 
um, with Orak, and Orak sort of goes through this period where he's talking to. He's trying to talk him out of it at that time. Like actually, he's actually even therapizing him, therapizing him there. Well, no, they he he says that he said that he, he well no they make a speculation about what's going on. Um, they say they need to talk to Orak about what, what's Sorry, going on. It just reminds me of that bit in um, Arrested Development where. Um, Oh, what's his name? Tries to he combines the the techniques of an analyst, an anal, analyst, and a therapist. <laughs> He's the world's world's first analrapist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, there no. you go. <laughs> oh god, I I I was always going to watch, watch that, that show. It's no, so- I, I I can't watch it now because I can't. Archer, <laughs> the, the first ever analrapist. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Anyway, it is- I don't want to be. I don't want to go to. I don't want to go to an Alra person. <laughs> I don't think Blake wants to go to an Alra. No, person. I don't. Luckily, know. Orak does not have the. the, the yeah. does not have the functionality to be an, an Alra person. No, he doesn't. Um, a number of levels. But so anyway, he basically therapizes him. Yes. That's not a word. He joins. He joins him up. And he says, "No, Blake. No, Blake. You are not this. You are. You were indoctrinated. No, you are." It's all weird. And he has a meltdown, and then they get Jenna on the wire. And she has to she has, she to, has to, sort of to monitor whether with it, him and monitor yeah. whether he's going to have a collapse while they do this anti indoctrination therapy and it's all you know blah blah blah. But they don't tell Villa about any of this, so he sort of walks in halfway through and nearly kills Blake. And karate chops Blake um, in the shoulder. Oh, and then no, Avon has a karate chop Blake in the shoulder, which doesn't work the first time because obviously Gareth Thomas just isn't paying attention. It's hilarious. He, he karate chops him once, yeah, and Gareth Thomas is just like what, huh? what, <laughs> what. <laughs> But then um, all this is going on, and they fi- and and they wheel Blake out to the flight deck in a nice office chair. Yeah, it's a nice office chair, not a not a wheelchair, just an office chair. And he's restrained by little um, ridiculous sort of flappy hockey um, straps bangles. or something. Yeah, um, bangles. And um, they leave Villa with him, which you know, smart not. And but what um, do they do? They go back to do what? Sit sit in the relaxation they just room and have a relaxation. Uh, relax. Like why wouldn't you all just be there? And wait, make sure you all got to PK one one eight, and then relax. Anyway, so um, yeah, Blake uh, sort of got to tell ten rather. So yeah, they're, they're just, he's sitting there in the chair, and um, Villa goes. Villa has a little inter- interaction with um, Avon because he's cranky that Avon's now apparently in charge because um, Blake's drugged a bit, um, and uh, he um, he takes off the tranquilizer pad from Blake, and Blake then gives him put- a glass of water for no reason. There's yeah. no indication that Blake's Blake, thirsty or anything like oh, that. It's just because Villa's quite nice. That's all, really. I think. I reckon oh, Villa's a bit of a Blake fanboy. He is a bit of a fanboy. Um, and then Blake tells Villa basically, oh, you know what? Avon and Callie are boning. Totes. Yeah. They're totes DTF. I ship them. <laughs> Correct. Yay. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Um, and Avon and Callie are totes boning and they want to take over the ship. And that's the whole, the, not their ship, the ship, yeah, as in the Liberator. Ship. Yeah. Um, and they want to take the ship and they're basically, basically trying to get rid of me in order to do that. And so Villa laps this up and believes every second of it. Which is not really like Villa. Villa's it's pretty sceptical. Villa doesn't swallow Have you seen that meme? It's bad writing. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he, um, he releases Blake. They change course back to fucking PK, whatever. And then um, Blake, while, while, while Villa's changing course, Blake nips out of his little... Office chair and locks Avon and... Oh, no, well, Avon and Kelly and Jenna are like, hmm, the course has changed, something's happening, meteorite storm, no, I think so. I'll go and Avon's like, I'll go and check just in time to see Avon, not in time to see Blake locking them in the rec room. Yeah. So they get locked in the rec room, everyone's cranky, Villa tra- transports... Uh, oh, Blake gets into a specky 
uh, suit. Oh, a suit, which is space a suit, space suit, which is essentially just a, a screw top, or a, actually not even a screw top. It's the screws on the outside, so he just pops it on. So it's a crown seal. Somehow he's done a done up his <laughs> his, um, his space suit without it being, you know. Yeah, yeah, and he too uppable. Uh, yeah, so so anyway, they're locked in. They're locked in. They they teleport Blake in his crappy suit down, down onto the most unconvincing space planet, and then he gets into this sort of mining base. Which I mean, there's a little bit between Avon and Callie and um, Jenna, where uh, where Jenna takes advantage of her one line, as you said, and talks about the the, the planet, the, oh. the asteroid they're at. Oh, that's later. Oh yeah, wretched, yeah, wretched mining planet. Yeah, no, no sense of aesthetics. Predictably barren. Wretched mining companies, no sense of aesthetics. What do you want them to do? Landscape. Well, they could make an effort. Um, she, yeah, she, I love her. I do oh, love her I'm as her. well. But yeah, um, they do use ribbon in this episode, which is good. But the other thing is, um, uh, Bella transports him down mm. and realizes, oh, something's up. There's a power source. That means there's somebody there. There could be mutants. And then Villa comes to his senses somehow and decides, that, <laughs> yes, it's a trap. Yeah, the and um, so Villa has a change of heart. Well, no, Villa doesn't actually have a change of heart. I think the thing with Villa panics. He, he doesn't want to be by himself. And yeah, he's like, I can't. I can't be responsible for this. And. Um, so he he sort of lets the other guys out. That's true, isn't it? Actually, that's a yeah. really recurring theme with Villa. Like he doesn't want to be on his own. He needs to be with other people to survive. And he needs to be led. Is the other thing yeah. too. He doesn't want to. Um, he doesn't. He wants to take orders. Yeah. He and doesn't. He, but he wants. He wants those orders to be all right. But he preferred to do nothing and just go with the flow and just take advantage of the herd. Yeah. Um, like he would be, he would be happier if he had never been caught for whatever he got caught for. Sent him to signal alpha. He would have been happy just moving through the, yeah, yeah. moving through Being a drifter, moving through the, the 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 earth underground, picking pockets and surviving like that. And like yeah, yeah. he didn't want to be caught. He didn't want to be. But he would have been caught at some point anyway. Well, he's pretty smart. As he's we, pretty smart. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't don't know. Do we ever find out that story? Why he was caught or how he was caught? Um, I don't think we do. I was watching the episode the other day. Like, is it oh, um, Villa World? Is on Villa World? Do we find out how he was caught? No, 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 no. I, don't, I mean, maybe I haven't watched Villa. I don't like the Villa World episode. Lots of people do, but I don't like that episode. Isn't that the one with um Tom with um Colin Baker? Colin Baker yeah, Who lots of people love, but I don't love in that episode either. Anyway, we'll get there. We'll I get like there. Colin Baker. He's a, he's a good person. I didn't like him as the Doctor, but that was just because he wasn't. Um, yeah, he wasn't well, Peter Davison. Oh, can we just get to the end now? I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> Hang on, let me just so check hard. how long it's been going it's for. It's quite a long time. It's 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 a bad podcast, and there's rather a lot of it. It's a, it's a bad episode. Stupid fucking podcast. It's a bad. It's a bad episode, and there's rather a lot of it. No, it's, it's twenty. We're at twenty eight minutes. We can oh get through, gosh, we can, we can, it feels we can like it's been like three or four days. No, because we've got segments we can do, like Brian's and... Okay, well, we'll okay, I'll, okay. Speed, I'll speed through the plot for you. Okay, so, you go, you go. Okay. And uh, go. On, 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 the, on the asteroid, Blake meets up with um, Ben Glint, who is the, the judge in his, his fast trial. A whole bunch of people in suits whole bunch of, on a couch. Yeah, and, and, and... Oh, I forgot about Siobhan on the divan. Siobhan on the divan. Yes. <laughs> There's a dude who is a mystery who has got... mystery from one of our mystery cards. He's got a whole heap of bandages on his face. See, that's... We were just waiting to get to Javan on the divan. Javan on the divan. Yeah. yeah. Now that we're there, it's we all can, downhill it's all from fine. here. Yeah. Um. So and and Van Glynn introduced Javan as being, you know, that this amazing revolutionary fighter who apparently died but didn't. Um. It's just so tenuous and loose and so obviously a setup from, from the very first second you see Javan. So let's just say spoilers <laughs> right now. Should we do the spoiler right now? Really? <sighs> it doesn't matter. You don't need to give me the. We've got two mics. You can keep that one. <laughs> but I like the interview style. Would you like you know, now? You're gonna, to... But you're, you're going to end up doing that <laughs> when you take it away from your mouth. And... We've got two microphones and I just handed the microphone over to 
<laughs> no, 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 no. We've got two now, darling. Budget right. increases. Here. Let's go. Okay. Siobhan on the divan, who is a guy with lots of bandages on and obviously a plant. And gloves and a cloak and, 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 and a, a medallion, medallion of freedom around his neck, which is how you know he's Siobhan because he's wearing his Siobhan's medallion of freedom. Which is just a pink, pink circle. plastic disc mm. around his neck. Um, and they, they have this big long chat about how Blake's going to lead the revolution. They've got evidence against the Federation, like evidence, actual, you know. Hard evidence, like a tape of stuff. Yeah. Some like things. stuff that's admittable in court, which, Some you know, I mean, things. I just started to laugh in horror. As soon as they started talking about this. Anyway. Um, Some quite little good little props. But the, yeah. yeah. And Avon and Callie in the meantime are working out that um, Blake's being brainwashed by this tone that's in his head. And he's actually being controlled from a different source by a tele- te- uh, an artificial telepathic transmitter. Um, which, you know, the, the, the logical leaps you have to go through to get to that conclusion are pretty horrific. Uh, but it's quite cute because it involves a lot of Callie and Avon talking to Orac and Megan and I were discussing oh, yeah. discussing it's how it's just mum and dad with their weird square box son. Yeah, um, and, and at one point, um, without going into it, at one point they're asking him questions and Orac says, unless, and Avon says, oh, well done, Orac. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Can you counteract its transmission? I have specific programming against telepathic influence. So you have. However, given direct access to its circuitry. Oh, well done, Orac. Well Go and get it then. For the same time that I would to my son. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well they're, done. Defi- they're definitely. Oh, well done, H man. They're definitely the weird parents of this box child. Yeah. And um, and yeah, uh, so they they sort of teleport somewhere. I don't know. Anyway, they get they get all these bullshit artists up onto the Liberator because they're going to go and. But meanwhile, hasn't Legrand talked to Serverland? No, not quite not yet. Because they they come back up onto the Liberator and they talk about. What's How going on? Governor Legrand of the Out or Something or Others is going to arrange a coup and arrest Serverland and shit and they have to go to this particular place at Atlay to... Uh, there's a meeting of all the governors. Ha- yeah, to, to, to present their evidence and make them arrest Serverland. <laughs> like that's going to happen. Yeah. But um, uh, Avon and Callie try to stop it. Blake's like, nah, we're still doing it. And, it, and they leave the transmitter that was the course... Because, yeah, that's right. Then Lynn tries to convince everyone that the telepathic transmitter that they used on Blake was just a course corrector and it corrected the course for the liberators to go to the to go to a particular place. Anyway, it's all bullshit. I think Vengelin might believe that though. Yeah, your Vengelin these guys as we said, these they're guys all are all just naive idiots who believe that they're going to change the world through legal non bloody means. And spoiler alert, guys They're not. <laughs> in in and spoiler alert on the heavy side as well, that's not how it happens yeah, ever. Yeah. In the history right. of the history of history, that shit never works. So just uh, keep that in mind. Yeah. And yeah, don't just pick up a rake and think it's going to be all good because it's bloody not. No. Um, Civil uh, disobedience and um, uh, voting is the way. At the moment, yeah. But, oh, you know, until things get really dark. But anyway. Yeah, it doesn't um, work that way, especially not when, not not in a place, not in a not in a society where they're fucking drugging so, their citizens and so heavily surveillance. Yeah, that, exactly. It's just yeah. it, this is not this is not you know trying to oust oust the Liberal Party from from Australia. This is trying to destroy the dictatorship in Chile. It's not. Yeah, it's not something you can do. Yeah, yeah. These are people with guns and drugs. Yep, and it's completely lawless. But yeah, these guys are all naive idiots who think they can do that. Blake's Blake's on board. They go to Atlay. Um, while they're at Atlay, uh, 
we have a few bits and pieces with Servalan who chats to Governor Legrand, and we were just acting performance of all time. No, and we discussed this though. Yeah, because she's, she's a singer. She, we looked her up, and the woman who plays Legrand is an opera singer. And the way she acts in this uh, episode is how opera singers act. Exactly how you would act on stage because you need to do the big face, you mm. need to do the big straight back, you need to ac- accentuate every syllable. Yeah. And when you sing Italian and German opera, every syllable is accented. Mm. And so, you don't want to, you can't do that on screen because no, it just looks fucking it just ridiculous. It fails miserably. And so, but the thing is, what I think here is why didn't the director, and I don't know who directed this episode, mm. but why did the director not? give her some help yeah. or do something. And there's cut back to face, close up, face, close up. So you pick up every single – it's more irritating by the nanosecond to performance she's because really, her face I mean, the whole screen. I have nothing against this woman. No. She's obviously – like we looked at she's her. She's doing what she knows best and nobody's giving her any help, obviously. And no one's no one is saying to her, look, look, honey, you're not on you're stage. Not on stage. Yeah. You're, all you need to do is let the thought cross your mind, which yeah. is what I was just to get given because I said stage act. Okay. And then I did a bit of screen acting. Yeah. Um, very very amateur stuff, and the, like they, they said the same thing to me. It's like, oh, you're acting as though you're on stage. Don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they don't need to see your expression. You just need to think. You have a think of the thought. Yeah. Um, oh, I've never acted a minute in my life, so I wouldn't. Well, you've done. Not. You've done. Oh, we've talked well, about this before. Done, musical theatre. I've, I've done musical theatre, which is yeah. different. That's not acting. That's just being big and loud and singing on stage and doing big grand gestures. Well, that's pretty much what stage acting is. Too. Yeah, stage acting. But I've never done um, camera acting, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, camera acting is a, is a whole different kettle of fish, and it's actually a totally different skill set, in my opinion. But yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, she has a few interviews with Servalan, um, where it's very fucking obvious that Servalan knows full well what these. Fucking fools are up to. And it might be a good job, though. One day I'll let the criminotherists have my their sport with you. Yeah. <laughs> the analthropists. The 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 One day I'll let the analthropists have their sport with you. Oh, it's not very good. Oh, <laughs> the criminoanalthropists. Oh, God. And oh, you can't no. even put that as the episode's title. No. Because it will get, no. get all sorts of bad attention. No. <laughs> Uh, oh god the Kumano and Alrapus oh, <laughs> I quite like it <laughs> as a joke <laughs> obviously it's not, it's, <laughs> not as an activity <laughs> oh god no 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 please help <laughs> anyway so then they all go to the barbican which we talked about on our Patreon episode so we're not going to talk about it again here yeah no the, the barbican they all go to the barbican has special memories for us really good effect of the Adelaide shuttle going down and they never use that effect again or that no. shuttle again it's really good they must have spent quite a bit of dosh on it but yeah. they didn't use it again and then um, yeah they sort of turn, they turn up at the barbican to have this big barbican, conference and they, they don't spot that there's no, one no there. other dudes there the parking lot is empty um, the brutalist architecture, you know, has nothing to break it up. Nope. With pe- by way of people no. or signage. This is meant to be a massive conference of all the governors. All the governors from all the regions. And they walk into the Barbican. And Servalan's um, face is up on a big screen. And she's saying. basically saying, you are fucked. Yeah, you're fucked up. We knew from the beginning. Suck it. Yeah. And but while they're do- talking about this, uh, they've all teleported down. Blake has gone down with Jenna. Um, Villa's waiting in the ante room. Villa's down there as well. But um, they've left Avon and Callie up with Siobhan on the divan. Siobhan on his divan with um, the um, little psycho device. And um, they're trying to work out how to stop the psycho device from working because they have come to the conclusion that it's completely controlling Blake's mind, which it is. But how could it be? Like, anyway. it's, just, it's all weird. All right. Anyway. Science. Science. Na, Industry. Na, na, na. Science. <laughs> Turning things and adjusting them. <laughs> 
Is that how science works? Like the industry, the industry commercials, industry, science, mining. Come to our town where we will. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So they're back up in there, and while they're trying to work out what's going on with this shit, suddenly Shivan on the divan. Shivan on the divan. The mystery is revealed. He pulls off his helmet. Pulls off his bandages, and it's Travis. And, and yeah. nothing rhymes with Travis. Like, yeah, we can't have Siobhan Travis on the divan. On the something. Travis with so the, prefer Siobhan on the divan. Anyway, Siobhan yeah. on the divan is no longer Siobhan on the divan. He's Travis. He's Travis with, with his mask off and his gun arm out. And they and he sort of and he's like to the teleport. He wants to teleport down to kill Blake. Um, none of this makes any sense. None of it makes it. This is. I mean, don't it, don't even try and follow. If you want to see what the episode's about, watch the episode because seriously, no, 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 don't, don't just just go to the program guide and read. The yeah, synopsis. read the program. We don't understand what's going on either. Um, anyway, they go back to the teleport. They try and uh, yeah. The oh, it, down down at the barbican, everyone's getting shot. Um, they find oh, that's right because they find Blake in a, the fetal position back in the ante room. Oh, no, in the, the they get the ante room to get away and yeah. Um, and and uh, Van Glynn lasts a few more minutes than everybody else and is there. He's doing some good overacting. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, a, he's got a bad leg. And then when he sits down and Blake's sort of writhing in pain while his mind's being controlled, you can just see him in the background just rubbing his shin gently. <laughs> so his sore. head has been shot in the leg. It's a bit sore. And it's not that bad. Because, <laughs> anyway, so Jenna tries to get the teleport bracelet on Blake. They teleport Travis down so he can kill Blake. But when he gets down there, um, Van Glynn stops him. rubbing his sore leg and goes, you, not Siobhan, you're a traitor, betrayer, betrayer. Yeah. Attacks him. That distracts him long enough for Avon to smash the mind control device, for Jenna to get the teleport bracelet on Blake and for them to teleport them both up and for Travis to be busted by a few, couple of guards. In Which is hilarious. Room. This bit moment's hilarious. They, Travis walk is, in. they walk in and Travis just goes, what? What? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> he looks just bewildered and lost. And, and they're like, know. why are you, what the, f-? they have no idea what the fuck's going on. It's, yeah. it's, it's kind of hilarious. But yeah, yeah um, Blake has escaped. Legrand's dead. Van Glynn's dead. The Everyone's whole thing's dead. Bunch of bollocks. They didn't even bother to pick up the evidence. They left the evidence there. Ah. Uh. Which well, is... I think they probably have it though. Mm. They have, from having the cipher machine for so long. Oh, oh maybe not. Matter. I think by this point, Blake doesn't. Well, I think we've pretty much established that Blake does not know what the fuck he's doing. And anyway, also, Blake would have been the one who was caring about that mm. rather than, and he was, you know, having a mind. We just remember this at the end. Yeah. Of it, so it's cool. So we was, and then we get back, back, back the slide whistle. The slide whistle on the episode is quite funny because Blake is back and he sort of says something, What's going on? And, and Avon just says, What happened? Why aren't we at Del 10? What's going on, Evan? Why don't you just say thank you nicely? Yeah, it's a really good line. <laughs> Best thing about the episode, in my view. Yeah, and then, then it's like, yeah, he's back to he's back to normal. We'll fucking off to go and find Star One again instead. Yeah. And um, That probably, that, that recap was not our best. But then also Avon says, oh, I'm pleased to let you know that he is back to his old self. Mm-hmm. Because he's just being rude and obnoxious and has not remembered anything. And yeah, but then it's also it's, it's, actually this bit's nice. It's bracketed by Callie and Jenna just going, yeah, whatever. You yeah, know, what a shit. We're back to back to us being secretaries in space and all the stuff they actually have done on this episode by way of you know diagnosing Blake and yeah, Callie was mental, awesome in this episode. Mental torment p- partner and going down to the surface with him and stuff like that and trying to rescue him has gone unnoticed by Blake. Yeah, so no wonder these chicks want want you know rid of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess we're down to that part. Did you like this episode, Imogen? No. 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 
No, I didn't <laughs> like this episode. See, I didn't like the episode either, but I quite enjoyed doing the recap on it because I just enjoyed doing the recap. But I just there's a couple of things I did Look, like. There's the, the there is. Okay. I liked coming out with Siobhan on the Siobhan, divan. Siobhan on the divan was great. But that's not about the episode, is it? No, the episode's shit. The episode is, is the a shit. The acting's bad. The writing's bad. The concepts don't bear out. It's narratively flawed. Um, everything about the plot just makes no sense whatsoever. I really enjoyed the character interactions in this one. Like I loved the interactions between um, Avon and Kelly and their and their box son. And I yes, I loved. I, I quite highlight. enjoyed. Um, as I said, I quite enjoyed uh, Blake's little tantrum at the end. As I said, it reminded me of trying to get my two year old into a, a car yeah, seat. Into a car seat. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Jenna's trying to get the teleport bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody report me to docs, but I have I literally had two little thumbprint shaped red marks mm. on my youngest son's hips from trying to force his hips down to go into the child seat one time. I had to get into daycare, I had to go to work. I got to daycare, I was like, should I tell them? I don't want to be reported to docs, but I was just trying to I wasn't trying to clean him in, otherwise I just want to force his hips down and he got down, he's stronger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stronger he, than me. Megan's me, Megan's children are actually giants though. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're enormous. But even my son, who is not a giant by any stretch of the imagination, would pull a few of those. His arms and legs everywhere. And you can get really seriously. Like I I got clocked in the head by a shooed foot Uh, more times than I could count when I was trying to get my kids into car seats. A super funny story. It wasn't even a child as old as ours. But one, I'll just call it a friend for ease ease because of describing the relationship. It's a... People are weird and complicated. No, so. it's not weird and complicated. It's somebody I used to work with, but that person happened to be a judge and it was his wife and he was looking after her. She was looking after her grandchildren and there were three of them. And um, she was holding the, the two or three on her knee. <gasps> she's the one where she broke her nose. Yeah. And oh, my God. Out, I mean, she sat back up and the other child sat back up with her and headbutted her in the nose and she broke her nose so comprehensively, so comprehensively that she had to have her nose rebroken and rhinoplasty and everything. My, and she had two other things. She had two other children there under five yeah, so and <laughs> and the blood pissing out of her nose. It's just children are fucking dangerous. They're dangerous. They're yeah, a hazard they <laughs> to your health <laughs> and your well-being and do not have them. <laughs> don't have them unless you really unless want Unless you're really, really robust and don't mind the odd trip to A&E for yourself as well as them. Yeah. Well, my kids have never done anything really terrible to me in that regard except at one point my well, – They gave you mastitis enough. Oh, so you can cut that out if you want. Sorry, that's a bit overshare. <laughs> mine never right. gave mastitis. Well, I've got no boobs You gave yourself mastitis. Oh, that's true. Uh, <laughs> mine never gave mastitis. Um, no, not having kids again is another way, good way not to have mastitis. But um, well, yeah, that, yeah. anyway, kids kids are fucking dangerous. And yeah, a, a, a six foot two leg sized kid would be the worst thing in the world. Oh, I'm going to have at least six foot four. But, they, but you won't be kids. trying to force them into car seats. Oh... By then, no, not sure. No, not car, not not children's car seats anyway. <laughs> um, Aeroplane seats to another country, hopefully. What, but not with you, like yeah, no, no, they can go on their own volition. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, yes, with some psychological pressuring. I didn't enjoy the episode. It, no. I didn't enjoy the episode for the episode's sake. I didn't enjoy it as an episode of Blake Seven. I enjoyed it as something really dumb to do with my sister on a Tuesday mock. afternoon. Yeah, which I feel bad <laughs> about. Is, you know, I, I which, think it's really bad. The reason they had some good stuff to Jenna and Callie. Yeah, and it was a good like Jenna and Callie episode. Turkey of an episode. Um, and there was also no good Avon stuff, a little bit of good villa stuff, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't enjoy the episode either. Did you have? No, I don't get it first, I don't know yet. Okay. Did you have Brian? I shall return to them. Okay, let's see what's up. I am going to put my Brian as Travis. Um, yeah, hard one just to beat. Just, 
his expression when he gets when that when they finally break into the engine room. He's yeah. just like, huh? also, 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 he's pretty hot with a beard. I like yeah. his beard. Like when, when he when he rips off his mask and you're like, okay, it's got to be pretty fucking rank in there. Technically, according to like he's been undercover as Shivan on the divan for like months. For months, and like, there's no way like he could sort of sneak into the shower and I manage I mean, himself. And this is the other thing too, like. Surely that I mean, it's all inconsistency, yeah, but yeah. Um, this man has been broken body and soul by some sort of explosion. I can't even remember how they, that he's meant to have died, yeah, yeah. but he's covered in bandages and he should have a carer. He can't be yeah. getting in and out of the toilet or be doing well, all this that's stuff. That's what all those people in the what's your yeah, but do they just not know what Siobhan looks like? Well, or they just, just, he just had something up his um, but that, that means he never, he never gets entirely have, wet. So maybe they have a sonic shower. In the future, where you don't get, well, you don't have to take your bandages off. Retcon it, yeah, you don't take bandages. I I just like the idea that when he pulls that thing off, just dry clean, just dry clean your whole (laughs) self. Pulls the thing off, clothes included. (laughs) It pulls the thing off. Hey, hey, everyone and Kelly go. (laughs) Hey, as never nudes, (laughs) we've got to be a fan of that. Go in fully clothed, everything gets cleaned inside and out. Yeah, okay. They haven't they haven't given me enough information on that, so I'm just going to assume he's stank. But but no, I reckon. No, I reckon he's living his best life because he's discovered the never nude lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm calling double Brian's. Travis as well, and partly just because of that, the ridiculous voice, which he didn't really talk about, but like him, he's he's meant to have some sort of. So it's more Brian Croucher than or Croucher than um, Travis, but the ridiculous voice, mm. and also he does have a bit of a sense that Van Glind. We didn't really talk about this in the recap. Yeah, there was a Van Glind is actually using everybody in this plot, and once Blake and Governor Legrand have taken power, he plans to take over. Van mm. Glind does, and Travis as well. Siobhan on the divan has sussed this out and calls him out on it. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, you're my Brian because you're a bit of a schemer, you know. I like. I mean, I think that Travis is such an inconsistent character in this season um, and I get annoyed about it because I think he's very, very smart and I think that, that because he's treated by the writers as a thug, yeah. um, you miss out on that, that yeah, intelligence a lot. And also that little flash of empathy that you see in the ORAC or the Redemption episode where... You know, he realizes that Silverland's sending people down to their deaths. Yeah, people so, he, people who respect some. So lives. yeah, and they 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 simplify poor cosplay, Travis. They do. Uh, they 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 kind of got rid of they, they got rid of about eighty pounds of weight and yeah in in, in on his body and about half of his personality as well. And they put him in skin tight wicker wear. I like his Actually, skin. I miss the skin tight wicker wear. I like his. Episode. Yeah, yeah do, and I you don't we don't get the skin tight wicker wear back again. It's a shame. Or do we, does he wear it in the final episode? But, Think so. Maybe he does. I think he does. Consistent because that's a Starfleet uniform. Starfleet. What am I talking about? Federation. Federation. Same diff. Cross the streams. Sorry. That's all right. (laughs) That's all right. Anyway, so that was my Brian, and that was your Brian. That's my Brian. Um, I think we've introduced a new segment, which is going to be science, science, industry, turning things, and (laughs) adjusting them. (laughs) But we didn't. um, We didn't do hair cast or um, fashion cast. Fashion cast. Because nothing really happened in this episode. That why no, it was boring. We're, we're I, did, boring. I did it once. I did at one point say I really don't like Kelly's outfit. Yeah, there's nothing here. Jenna wears a nice black long dress down to the planet. That's she does, it. but she also wears the red leather suit, which we're going to talk about. We're talk about in, in the, the keeper. Episodes. That's all right. Yeah. So, um, all right. So let's go to the credits, which are thank um, you to and gets for the program. Oh no, we've got to do the next week. Next week. Next week we have, I think next week is going to be a jolly old time. I can't wait for next week. It's going to be the best. It's going to be as jolly, as jolly a time as you're ever likely to have. It's Series B. Episode, episode 11. 11. Gabbard. Yay! Yay! 
My fave. Dockley is a cyber surgeon reputed to be the only one who still knows the location of Star One, the new Federation Computer Control Center. He has been stra- traced to Freedom City, a gambling town. It's not a gambling town anyway. It's a planet actually. <laughs> Outside the Federation, Blake, Jenna and Kelly teleport in the city in search of Dockley. Meanwhile, Travis has already found him on a freighter and realising Blake will soon be on Dockley's trail, decides to wait until Blake turns up in order to kill him. Anyway, kill so him. there too. I won't go into any much more. Because it's, it's, I mean, I think that this is wildly accepted as the best episode of all? ever. Do you reckon? I don't think so. Like people, 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 people like get in there and say that um, Quarter Prime is the best. I like think the last one. No, that's a lot of bollocks. Uh, I think Star One's pretty pretty close. Star One's good. Star One's a two parter kind of sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Star One and Aftermath. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, there was a recent poll on the Facebook group. Hi, Facebook group. We love you. Facebook group. Um, there was a recent poll where that, where Gambit is like the only one that like. There's a couple of outliers in people's favorite episodes. Besides like Psychophagus, which I really like. I love, but but like people but, either love or hate. Psychophagus, yeah, and there's, there's, there's a there's a there's a thing and the web. Funnily I enough. know that's weird. I don't but a, I got a turkey. I know, but it, it's just it's just it's people like different things. But like people will put sarcophagus on their list and gambit. They'll put the web on yeah. the list and like gambit always consistently turns yeah, up as up. one of the best. That's so true, I think true. that like popular opinion, if you were like going, what's the very best episode of of Blake Seven? That said, it's not. But it's not action packed. No, and it's slow, not nothing that explodes, and it's not like a typical Blake Seven episode as that's well. Why so I like that's Star One because stuff explodes. Yeah, yeah, that's you why need I like a good explode. Yeah, we'll see. When we get there, we'll see. Seek locate stories up there as well. Yes, yeah, so it's good pretty one. good. Yeah, but look, the long and the short of this is this is a great. This is a great romp through things. The sets, the sets are crap. Um, no, they're not. They're great. No, they're they're, they're crap. But they're great. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's classically awful. Classically awful. Okay, I'll accept. Yeah. I'll accept. Uh, that's th- I'll pick down what you put up there. Yes, thank you. Um, but I guess um, I'm really looking forward to that one. So I should say thank you to all our peeps. Mm-hmm. Um, I can be reached on Megalula at Twitter. Mm-hmm. At Megalula. Imogen writes. Um, we have a – I'm just going to let Imogen do this. Stuff, you know, that we have a, a website. Yep, the website is classicallyawful.com. That's where all the episodes go up, but you don't actually want to hear anything about us, then go to the Twitter, which is at classically a. And you can tweet us at our individual Twitters. But, yeah, if you want to find out what's happening with regards to Patreon, with regards to episodes, then the Twitter is where you need to go. I'm currently attempting to upload last week's episode. People don't realise we've got really bad internet down yeah. here. It's really, it's really we're shit. Like a long way away from um, everyone. No, well, Tasmania's got great internet because they actually got the NBN in and then our new government came in and fucked it all up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my my so, internet my internet is the best, actually, literally the best internet you can possibly get yeah, in Sydney, yeah. and it's still shit. So, but do you have MBN to your door? We have cable internet. No, no, you need MBN. You need for no, the no, wireless. No, 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 Oh, okay. Thank you. To Jeff loves. I was going to say Greg does big disco. Disco. <laughs> Terry to Greg. Where did I get Greg from? I don't know. Greg loves big disco. Terry. Terry. Terry RSVP. No. Terry does big disco. Oh god. Sounds. It's, it's Jeff loves big disco sound, and you can hear him in the background right now. And he is an awesome He's dude. Awesome. RSVP. We loved him. 
Um, he did some great remixes of other things too, so do have Maybe we should put some of that in at some point. Um, and thank you to Claire Fass, uh, who did our logo Beautiful and a lot of other stuff. Logo. Also made me some business cards recently and did Beautiful. me some fantastic Dragon Age fan art, which, you know, God, that's my other my other vice. Um and yeah, thanks for listening, guys. I yeah. really appreciate thanks it. Thanks I mean, all of been, our Patreon sponsors. It's been really nice just uh, hearing since we started people getting back back in touch with us about Blake 7 and, and yeah. reimagining how they loved the show because, yeah, as I said, this is our – I mean, you've watched a lot of it. Recently. I watched it a lot. I, I don't tend to rewatch very much. Yeah. but So this has just been like a rewatch, a revisit that yeah. um, I haven't done for probably about 10 years. Yeah. So it's just really nice to get in there and Heaps of fun. watch it again. Um, and yes, look, well, we're hopefully doing some. We've done. We've got some stuff for our Patreon subscribers. We've got a whole bunch of stuff to do that we yeah. want to do for our Patreon subscribers. If you like, if you want to become a one dollar Patreon, um, a patron, I have um, sent out cards, cards to, to people. Everyone. And I, I got a got a message from one of our patrons asking if it was okay if they lived in the UK because they felt guilty <laughs> about asking for cards because they were in the UK. I don't mind sending to the UK. It's n- the postage isn't that huge because it's not a big package. If it was like if I was sending you out a TV, yeah, then maybe not. But well, when we start TV. doing t-shirts, but if we start doing t-shirts, then you're going to be like a twenty-dollar Patreon, and we won't care. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing. You're you're giving us money and listening to us and stuff. And that's the main thing. Yeah, and we're not. I mean, I'm, we're not we're impoverished. Not, we're not doing this to get rich. No, 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 and we're not doing it. Uh, uh, necessarily, even for the fame or the, you know, um, the, adul- uh, the adulation, adulation. Well, I'm doing it's, it's the adulation. Oh, okay. But yeah, but if, if most, you're not- <laughs> we're mostly doing it for the shared love of all things nerdy. Yeah. yeah, and Black 70. So, more than happy to share that love via a couple of. I think that Adam and Ben said what it was like a four or five dollar stamp. Four, three or three, four, it's three one dollar. It's three one dollar stamps, stamps, which I, is we can manage it. Yeah, I can, we can manage I can it, which that. is less than a cup of coffee here in Australia. Yeah, so we and, can and, and, and 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 seriously, if if. If we get to the point where we have 50 patrons, then we'll be getting at least $3 a month. Yeah. So it's not going to be a big trouble <laughs> for me to send you some stuff out in the post. And I, I am going to be looking for a job at some point. But until then, yeah. We were lucky. We married well. We're going to be husbands. We're all right. Um, I'm going to cut that bit because I feel guilty. I have enough white guilt as it is that I don't want upper I class guilt as well. I don't feel guilty at all. <laughs> I don't feel guilty because I got cancer. <laughs> I'm definitely cutting my feet. And on that note, let's go. I'll see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye, splitters. Bye, splitters.